0: So guys we are here at SEMA Las Vegas 2022 we're sitting in the racing bu- uh, racing junk booth we're happy to be here finally make it to racing junk and uh, John we've got an engine builder for this beautiful Pontiac here oh, is, is... it's a 1936
1: Pontiac there you 36 go. Pontiac
0: I'm wrong For once I was right. Yeah, for once I was right, and John was wrong. So I am wrong. Joe, tell us a a little bit about the car and your role in the build of the car.
1: Okay, well, uh, going back about five years ago, uh, we had just finished a build for uh, a TV personality, David Anken, and it was a forty-one Willys with a pro charger, and. really liked how that turned out and uh, I live in East Tennessee not far from uh, the garage Mahal and uh, Glenn C's shop okay and uh, so I called him up uh, this one day and says you know hey Glenn we really need to do a build with a fat fender turbo LS you yeah, know that's what we need to do and he says yeah that's a great idea and you know what I just bought a thirty six Pontiac from a farmer a couple of days ago. Oh <laughs> my! So, it's so like, this started out as like a farmer, like a field car. It was a field car. It was sitting in a farm outside of Knoxville, Tennessee. Wow! And uh, uh, yeah, the uh, idea was that uh, you know Glenn wanted to do a high level build and enter into the Detroit Autorama Riddler Award competition. So. For that you need to have a creative concept you need to have a story and uh well east tennessee is noted for running moonshine yeah <laughs> oh yeah and uh yeah so that whole appalachia region uh, that's where nascar got its start and uh so the idea was that this would be a modern day rendition of a moonshine car okay uh what did moonshine cars look like uh they were uh fast loud black no chrome right and uh, the uh, idea with this is that well it's green what's up with that well it's green because it's actually has a heavy black base coat under it so at night it turns black sure. uh, the fast well the turbo well uh, 1100 horsepower turbo LS that takes care of the fast and it has a full custom frame that was designed specifically for measurements of the original vehicle that was built at Scott's Hot Rod in Knoxville, Tennessee. Uh, And then uh, of course uh, the loud part, uh, well that's not a problem. We can dump straight out of the uh, the headers through the fenders or flip a switch and it goes down uh, through the tailpipe. A little more tolerable if
0: you're cruising down the road. That is definite. Yes, I bet. That's definite. You would not want to
1: be standing near there. Uh, so, uh, anyway, yeah, so the modern-day rendition of a moonshine car. And the other thing we love in Tennessee is camo. So having a car that goes green to black, black to green, sure. sure. So it hits all. of you know. What's general build, build time on the car? Uh, he has uh, clocked about 7,000 hours of, uh, of his own labor, and that does not include whatever we did with the engine, whatever mm-hmm. Scott's, uh, the uh, uh, other... Technical specialists who did different parts of the, of the work. So sure. my guess is it's probably somewhere in the range of fifteen thousand hours of work. Uh, that, that.
0: So, Joe, do you do you do all your own engine work as a separate entity?
1: Yeah, we're different. We're a separate company. Okay. I I just happen to live near. Uh, sure. So why don't you
0: go ahead and plug yourself and your company?
1: Okay. Well, we're uh, Borowski race engines, and uh, I'm here on the booth now, kind of doing double duty. The engine that we have on display over here on the stand, that's a 700 horsepower LS. Uh, it's a real popular engine for dropping in rest the mods or whatever. Uh, and we do an annual giveaway uh with racing junk and uh, with support from comp cams who basically supplies us all of the top end parts and the uh electronic fuel injection the sportsman fast efi system so that for us is our entry level engine okay Then we go uh on the using the ls uh, uh type architecture up through 4,000 horsepower for all our price cars. And that's a GM block, that's not your block? That one is a GM block that we uh, put on our CNC's, okay. which uh, we, uh, the precision of our, for instance, the cylinder wall when it's done, it's one ten-thousandth of an inch. and uh, It's not factory-fits-all. <laughs> no, no. Uh, so, and the, the other thing is even uh, the, the, the home finish, it's a CNC diamond home. Okay. And so, uh, the things that we're able to do with our CNC machines, like for instance the cylinder heads, those okay. RHS heads, but we put them on our five axis CNC to put in whatever combustion chamber port that we want. Uh, yeah. So on the sign it says LS3 heads. Well, that's simply because that's the size, so of, that's the whole. The size <laughs> of the hole. of the hole. So that's that's the only uh, LS3 pipe uh, measurement that you'll find on it.
0: Tell us a little bit more about the drivetrain. So what are we run running for a transmission oh. diff
1: Yeah. The uh, what we do uh, with. A lot of the engines that we ship out uh, is pair them with transmissions. Uh, usually, they're going to be automatics, four L eighties. And uh, for years, we've been working with Use performance, who pairs their transmissions to our builds. So they have all of the build specs, uh, you know, cam specs. We you know, share all our data with them, and uh, you know, we then uh, have the 4 2 levels, a 1,000 horsepower version and a 1,500 horsepower version, which fits okay. most of what we do. Uh, so that one is paired with a custom used 4 uh, uh, with a specific torque converter for with uh, being able Team to work best with teamwork. allow the, the turbo to spool up more uh, than, for instance, the, the supercharged engines, which don't require any, any spooling. So, uh, uh, yeah, the, the 4080s uh, uh, work very well, they can handle the power, mm-hmm. and uh, the reason I got into working with Hughes is because uh, our customers were having problems with their transmissions braking, and then our shop car was up road racing in, uh, in Michigan and had to get towed back after they supposedly built end, uh, transmission. Uh, yeah, blue. Yeah. So Crazy. it's like, I, I hate stuff breaking <laughs> i hate my own stuff breaking and when customer stuff breaks well then it's even worse right you know because then i have to deal with them so they're unhappy i'm on nobody's happy right. so uh, essentially uh, after that incident with our own shop car it's like no i'm on a mission i need to find who is the best transmission building i can mm-hmm. work with that this isn't ever going to happen again and knock on wood it hasn't ever oh, happened good. again. Yeah. Well, see, part of the thing is most of these bills go into street cars. And uh, there's a built-in safety mechanism. The engine maybe can, is putting out 1200 horsepower, but there's not a street tire in the world that's going to hold that. Right. <laughs> right, right, sure, sure. So if everything is built to that design level, except the tires, yeah. <laughs> then uh, uh, you know it, uh, it kind of solves a lot of problems. But uh, in in general layman's terms, can you explain the difference between how you would modify a GM block or heads as having different power adders? You say you're gonna, the engine's different for a turbo than it is for yes. a supercharger. Okay. Well, well, we'll take this particular one, uh, this engine as it sits here now and the one that we just gave away from uh, Mm Rashmiers, and then that one. uh, This is naturally aspirated and uh, uh, everything is designed for that use. Uh, In order to get this level of power, uh, what we're doing is we're taking a a GM block, and first we're cutting in stroker clearance, then we're decking it, Uh, And a very important thing is the home finish that we're putting on it, because Mm -hmm. if you can imagine 700 horse, for the OEs, they all have superchargers, this doesn't. This is not a big wild cam, this is a daily driver car. So how do we do that? Well, the first thing is we put more cubic inches in it. Mm-hmm. But for stroke of clearance, uh, we'll, we go within a four-inch stroke, and it comes out 408 cubic inches. So okay, we're adding cubic inches over the, uh, over the standard uh, GM stroke. We're using better parts. Uh, so for instance, uh, not powdered metal connecting rods. They're forged steel, forged. Mm-hmm. everything. So it's all forged in tunnels. Uh, it's, uh, so, in that particular one, it's Kali's uh, uh, crank rods, diamond pistons, uh, okay. so basically you know, a much higher level of part. Uh, the heads, what we do is we have a five-axis CNC machine, so okay. we get the heads, in this case, from RHS. Uh, they're pretty much what the average enthusiast would take out of the box and bolt on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's, we put it on our CNC and we... Will then port the the the, uh, intake uh, exhaust uh, uh, side of it. Uh, Will make mild changes in the combustion chamber uh, so that it's uh, basically less prone to knocking. So we'll we'll do a number of tweaks, but the main thing is the CNC port work. And the other thing that we have, uh, the other type of machine, is we do CNC valve jobs. And uh, basically most people have never seen or even heard of a CNC valve job. Okay. A uh, classic uh, uh, valve job, uh, you have a form tool that is a mirror image of the shape that you want. So just imagine the form tool is shaped like your fingers, so you mm-hmm. know, it, when it's spinning around it's cutting off metal. Uh, and by the time you're done, it will have basically sh- taken off metal to give you the different valve angles that you want. Well, there are a couple of problems with that. The first is every form tool will leave chatter marks. So the only question is, how bad are the chatter marks? Oh, right. How fine do you want them? Right. And uh, so what a lot of people do is they'll do their valve job and they'll put an abrasive in and fall lapping. Mm -hmm. to kind of smooth out their bed machine. I see, wow. uh, uh, Our CNC works very differently. We put in the design that we want, and then uh, uh, it's a single point cutter that spins and spirals, and so it's two axis, it goes up and down and in and out, and so everything that it can see going down. It can machine, including into the uh, uh, past the, the guide, and so it'll do the the, the, the smoothing, uh, you know, blending, the bowl blending. Right. So essentially, there is, is no rough edge. There's no separation. And the other thing is because well a couple of things because it's a spiral and it's a single point cutter, it doesn't generate the heat of basically a form tool going around. If you okay. touch. It, you'll, you'll see a form till smoking, yeah. it's so, it's so hot, whereas this it's cool to the touch, you can just put okay. it That makes for a smoother cut. Well, it's dimensionally correct, because mm-hmm. as, as these change temperature, they change in dimensions. Oh, of course. So, yeah. you have chatter marks, you have dimensional issues, uh, and so the net result is, with us, the valve job is perfect. Okay. Uh, and uh, that's really a big deal. Every NASCAR team has one of these machines, <laughs> but the problem is they only use it a couple of times a year, and the reason is you have to digitize the head, Oh, and so they don't want anybody knowing what they're doing, where, so with us, this is what we use for all of our performance.
0: Well, it sounds to me, Joe, like there's, there's so much detail that goes into, you know, you're not just building an engine, you guys are going right down to, you know... Grinding, you know, ten thousands or a hundred thousands or whatever. Your your every every detail is you know exactly what you're doing. Um, you know, there's different levels obviously of you know throwing an engine together. And it's not a backyard build for sure. The, like you said earlier, you want them to last. So just like a transmission, you don't want the customer to have any issues. So attention to the detail is crucial. Yeah,
1: using the right parts, perfect machining, perfect balancing, you get a different outcome. Absolutely, and I
0: think that. Uh, In this particular car although you can only see about two and a half square feet of the engine sitting right there (laughs) you know based on the detail of the car the detail in the engine and what you can't see is likely there as well Joe thank you so much for taking some time with us and telling us a little bit about the car is there anything that we missed that you wanted to mention well
1: actually you had asked about the difference between an NA a turbo and you know what we do differently with that rock so uh, uh, essentially the guy who won this engine this year had an LS in his pro uh, and it had a pro charger on okay. it, and it was a 2007 Trailblazer. But he was afraid to turn the boost up because he knew what would happen. He sure. was actually a retired master tech from Saturn. Right? <laughs> he knew what the outcome would be. Yeah. So he, he never moved the boost up that much. Uh, so yes, asked if we could modify it, this one, mm-hmm. to do that. Well, that has plenty of capability to handle the boost, but what we would we do with that is uh, we would uh, uh, essentially. Uh, use a different dish on the pistons, give it a little less compression. Okay. Uh, a different cam, uh, one designed for boost rather than naturally aspirated. A different finish, home finish on the cylinder wall, a different roughness uh, uh, for, for, for that. But the biggest thing is he wanted to run E85, so he wouldn't need an intercooler because the alcohol has such a of cooling right. that you don't. Have to put an intercooler in. And in fact, if you do, it's a restriction, you'll lose power, you'll not gain power. Wow. So, uh, what, uh, the bit, but the other thing is the uh, injectors have to be much larger. We have a question. Yes. Uh, it says here, uh, could that engine replace a uh, blown Tahoe or Yukon 6.2? Uh, well, it's not uh, emissions compliant, but we're not the uh, EPA. So, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, essentially, but, but it would, but it would certainly bolt in place of it. Yes. And, and, and yeah. uh, it uh, wouldn't and, be and emissions and compliant. We could. Yeah. So actually, the the guy who bought that, the the other thing is besides the bigger injectors, uh, he also went with the high uh, high rise manifold on it because okay. what he had in it was a Holly High Ram. And so basically fast has uh, something similar dimensionally okay so that uh, we just put that's the fast lsxr and we went with lsxhr okay uh, so basically so that was the difference with him and you know uh his pro charge mm-hmm. version uh and then with the uh with the turbo yeah you know, this engine was built a number of years ago so some of the parts we you know changed but right. essentially uh, yeah, the same forged internals, same stroke and uh, whatnot. Uh, we've probably tweaked the cam some since then because we never sit still. Oh, I understand. <laughs> Things Just, are never finished. Yeah, so uh, essentially, it's essentially the same but not the same, uh, uh, you know, as we do change over time. So uh, I'd actually have to go back and look at the build chain because yeah, it was yeah. so long ago that we actually built it. Yeah. This project has been a long time in making, but- uh... Well, very cool. Well, thank you very much for talking with us for a little bit. My pleasure. Yeah. Thanks, I too. learned I learned a lot. Good. Yes. <laughs> thank you. Great. You're welcome. Everybody, stick around. There'll be more lives from Racing Junk Booth at SEMA 2022.
0: You know, Jason, we sure get to talk a lot. Yes, and some of us more than others. Who, me? I'm not pointing any fingers. Yes, you are. But we want to hear from our listeners. Just go
1: to our website, getoutanddrive.com, scroll to the bottom of the page, and click the listener
0: hotline button. We want to hear from you. Cool stories, breakdown stories. Questions, comments. Hate mail. Even hate mail? Even hate mail. You got a car show in your area? Let us know. Tell us an interesting story.
1: Let us know what you like to get out and drive. Speed over to our friends at racingjunk.com and sign up for a Pro Club membership. Use the code Get Out to receive a discount when you sign up for a Pro Club membership. Cruise on over to our website, getoutanddrive.com, for all the info you never wanted to know about our podcast. Hit us up on our listener hotline, be the first to know what's happening, get industry news, and grab your Get Out and Drive merch. Connect with us on social media. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Follow us on Twitter at GetOutAndDrivePod. What drives you?